Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern. 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Kavito and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Greetings, welcome inside. Second hour, Kavino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for the guys today. Big diet of Major League Baseball going on right now. It's kind of fun watching people frolic in the uh, pool and hot tub in Arizona. No, the Diamondbacks true. tied at four apiece. Now that, that's the way to watch a baseball game. You're sitting in a hot tub or a pool and hanging out. That's what that's the way to do. Not it. a bad way to be. Always remember, folks, hydrate, mix in the water, and don't forget the sunscreen. Don't hey, forget the sunscreen. Trust me on the sunscreen. Isn't it time? Is it time Boz Lerman does an update on sunscreen? Like, that was such a huge, you know, we did our own version of sports sunscreen a couple of years ago during the pandemic. Isn't it time for, like, a new version of sunscreen? Sure. I mean, it was, like, 20-some-odd years ago, and I think things have changed up. We need an update on it. No, it's, it's certainly uh, near, near and dear to my uh, pasty self, mm. uh, the SPF 50. You don't need 50. It's like, yes, I do. <laughs> have you uh, seen how beet red I get in a matter of seconds? And with the hair thinning as I... As I get ready to uh, ponder another year uh, in this mortal coil, uh, yeah, the, when when the head starts to to sunburn, that's the worst. Mm. When you don't have enough coverage up there in your topiary, so oh yeah, uh, lots of baseball going on. A celebration of America there, certainly America's pastime. We had the hot dog eating challenge. We were talking about great movies to sit and hide from the heat in with your air conditioning or the fan or swamp cooler or whatever you got going on uh i raised my glass of coffee to you all uh happy fourth of july now i do have some news here on fourth of july to get before we get to uh some big stuff in the nba are you gonna yell cannonball like you're no. ron burgundy cannonball. perhaps a, a as good or better a movie than you proffered uh, no, with no, your no. back to the future offering earlier no they, well listen back to the future Best movie since 1975, since the birth Stop of it, the Jason. modern era with the blockbuster of Jaws. 
That's where movies divided up. Movies pre-1975, post-1975. Back to the Future. No, Top Gun. Space is better, right? Office Space, Lebowski. They're all great movies. All, I love all of them. Masterpiece, you, Mike. You, you know my love for Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. I mean, Top Gun Maverick's probably the best movie of the last five or seven years. But I'll tell you, Back to the Future, best movie in the modern era of cinema. Would it have been better or worse with Stoltz? Oh, well, considering they fired him after like uh, whatever well, it was a month, probably would have been worse. Just, I mean, <laughs> just take the man and his acting prowess. I mean, prank call, prank call, prank call. There, there's certain movies where when you find out that, hey, it was down to these two people and somebody would have got it. Or I can always, I can always differentiate and go, oh, it would have been good with that person. It might have been a little different. But there's other movies where I really say there's nobody else who could play this role. But like, and there's, I mean, look at Eric Stoltz's. I mean, Michael J. Fox was, per, I mean, I don't know that anybody could have done what he what he did with that role. Other movies I would say, yeah, oh, this person might have been good if it wasn't this person, it was this person. That would have been okay. But Michael J. Fox, I can't see anybody else doing it. But but think of, you know, one of the other classics when we take a, into the larger pantheon of movies and go back to Apocalypse Now. Harvey Keitel doesn't get fired. Instead, you get Sheen. Sure, sure. I mean, much different. Maybe maybe Keitel would have been the American president. <laughs> hanging out with the, uh, Michael Douglas, huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what I would like to see, even though it was a... I mean, I never want to see it remade. Because, it, uh, back to, like I said, it's the best movie of the modern era That's since 1975. That's like just your opinion, man. <laughs> but if you remade it, because they had that deep fake a couple of years ago, if you remade it, with Tom Holland as Marty McFly and Robert Downey Jr. as Doc Brown, I'd want to see that. I, okay, I, would, I would go see that movie. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go, Doc Brown. I, I, 88 I miles an hour. I <laughs> Gee, Mr. Stark. I can, sorry. I'm sorry. Cut, <laughs> cut. I keep calling him Mr. Stark. Yeah, can you, Tom, can you, uh, can, can you get that in? He's not Mr. Stark. All right, great. Thing. You know what? Let's just take five. Let's just take five. We'll be back and keep this five-minute break to 15, all right? We'll get back and shoot after. <laughs> he just keeps calling him Mr. Stark. <laughs> he keeps calling him Rhodey on the other side. So, you know, what about Shawshank? You got I'm that. I'm sorry, man. Shawshank is great. Yeah. Shawshank is, is great. But some things that Back to the Future had that, that Shawshank didn't have. Right? Back to the Future. Look, Shawshank didn't have romance. It didn't have music. It didn't have the music Back to the Future had. It does a few things. Back to the Future had everything, and that's the whole reason. It's got anything you'd ever you'd ever want in a movie. It's the it's the Purple Rain of movies. Whereas the reason Purple Rain is probably the best album since 1980, another big hot take for you, is because it had one of the best rock songs of all time, one of the best dance songs of all time, one of the best ballads of all time, one of the best progressive rock songs of all time. He had all kinds of different music in there, and all the songs were great. And that's why, that's why I look at this. That's kind of what Back to the Future is. It had thrills. It had adventure. It was comedy. The acting was great. The screenplay is probably the best screenplay that you could probably write for something. Uh, it, it, had, it had the comedy, the drama, the, the, the thrills, the adventure. No other movie has all of those things. And so that's a, that's a full-service movie right there. That's why you don't get many of them anymore. Yeah, quality film got your franchise going. I kind of went off the tracks as you got deeper into the sequels, but it's all fine and good as you well, want yeah. to do. But I mean, you want to talk about scripts, screenplays and scripts uh, going forward in major league baseball. I mean, two big stories here in Los Angeles. People say you talk Los Angeles too much sometimes or, or New York with you, uh, but Hey, Trout and Kershaw. I mean, it, it doesn't get any worse than that. 
No, it is very, very difficult to see these big injuries that have happened in Major League Baseball uh, with Clayton Kershaw on the IL and now the late-breaking news that Mike Trout is going to be out for at least a month or probably two. Uh, we'll have more on that story coming up in about 15 minutes because you know the big news on the 4th of July is usually, hey, how many hot dogs did Joey Chestnut eat? Yeah. Now we have big stuff out of Major League Baseball, which we'll get to coming up in a bit. But I wanted to give you a bit of – there's some sobering news to give you, Mike, before – because we got some NBA here. Oh, okay. Um, bowl, bowl has been waived. Yeah. Bowl, bowl has been waived by the Orlando Magic. You know, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I mean, if if he could just find a way to have a better correlation between his his the interest level on him on social media and what he does on the floor, boy, he would be a superstar, man. But he would just be a superstar. But what's tough is trying to figure out. I mean, there's got to be a fit, and already uh, I've seen him photoshopped into a Lakers uniform based on money they have left and and what he he would cost. You know, goes to waivers and all that stuff. But nine one, right? Nine one five eight, and an assist per game, a blo- over a block per game, and fifty four point six percent from the field. Only six point eight attempts per game, but. Tell me that that's not worthy of a roster spot. Yeah, he's, I, he's a guy that can move the ball around. I, I don't, I don't know, man. He's only twenty three. He's one of those guys where he needs he he need you knew coming in. Even though the the very short time he was at Oregon, he had a huge game against Syracuse. I remember going really bowl bowl this game. Uh, he's someone that needed a little bit of time, needed to come to to grow into his body a little bit, and. You look at the year he had last year, I mean, he was barely getting on the floor in Denver, and he was barely getting any any playing mm-hmm. time at all. And now he gets a little bit of playing time, he starts a little bit, and and suddenly, hey, all right, he's showing a little bit of promise. Now, not that he's great, and not that suddenly all out, but, but Bull Bull, I mean, if you can make that jump from last year to this year, make that very similar jump, now suddenly you got a player, man. And and all the and all the, com- the the comparisons you have that hey Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama and Bol Bol are all the same and maybe you have something there. I mean clearly right now it's all about Wemby and Chet Holmgren after his debut again last sure. night. But if Bol Bol can make a little bit of a jump there, suddenly he he goes right in there with those other. Well, two. But but at least on a, on a second unit somewhere, you talk about needing size at seven two. Clearly, still, you know, put a little more weight on him uh, as you go. But average 20 minutes a game for Orlando, who who at times were a pretty entertaining squad, you know, winning, uh, you know, eluded them. But he he played some good minutes, can move, the, can dribble the basketball himself, right, push it up the floor. And, and we talk about trying to, to find spots for guys, and particularly economically, right? He, he's not going to cost you much. Uh, as the continued project. Now, you can't stay a project forever, and that's where Denver moved on from him, and now Orlando does uh, as they go into the next iteration of their build. But got to think on the back end of a bench, uh, he'll be able to find some minutes. So, yes, Bol Bol is out there. He's already been, like, been photoshopped as a Laker. He's been photoshopped as a Nick. I'm like, Bol Bol, Bol Bol. It's tough, man. You know, it's one of those guys we celebrated his entry yeah. to the league. But mentioning those other guys, we mentioned, you know, Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembenyama waiting for Wembenyama's summer league debut, mm-hmm. which is going to be pretty soon. Last night, we had the re-debut of Chet Holmgren. And if you remember last year in summer league, he owned summer league. He had four or five blocks, and he had nine blocks oh, in we one had, game. Yeah, that highlight game that we were on air for it was it ridiculous. Really, it really was incredible showing you why he was that high of a draft pick. And maybe we're getting to the Chet era 
in the NBA. <laughs> but then he hurts his foot. He can't play all year. Now he's back. He has a big game last night already. His highlight mixtape is like he, he's like that mixtape guy. We're going to show you a couple of dunks. <laughs> We're going to show you a three. We're going to show you like three blocks in a row. Like his nickname should be mixtape because that's kind, oh, that's kind of I what like he that. does. I got to patent that idea. His nickname should be Mixtape. Patent, patent, patent. Uh, so he has his debut last night, and he plays really well. He was 16 and 7, and he had, I think, four blocks. And he continued on with his uh, his trend that he would only do post-game press conferences with his teammates. He did that at Gonzaga. Did it with a couple of his teammates after the game last night, which is pretty cool. But, but I got to tell you, for Holmgren and Wembenyama, there's so much interest in these guys. And they're both so talented. But the biggest thing is the same thing you would say for Zion Williamson coming in, their bodies. Now, Zion was different because you worried about was he too big to stay in the NBA and play. And so far, clearly, that's the answer. But Wembenyama and Chet Holmgren, they need to put on more weight. They need to be able to withstand the, the pounding of a 60-65 game regular season. They're not going to play 80. Forget about sure. 82 games. <laughs> no. They'll play 60-65 games. That's what it is now. Well, to but, be eligible for Rookie of the Year, they got to hit the over at 65. I think yeah. Wembenyama's got set at 64 and a half. Yeah, so so let, let, let's realize that's what you're talking about, the rigors of a 60-65 to 65 game NBA <laughs> season, right? And even though Holmgren is a little bit different, he put on 15 pounds from last year this year, he is still very thin. And the same thing with Wembenyama. He is already on the lighter side, being 7'3 half. He's in the lower half of, of the weight for players in the NBA, and clearly in the bottom, I think, three percentile of players with his height that, that play in the paint. It's, pro, it, it's the best thing. I, I, I can't tell you it's not. But I wouldn't be surprised because this is something I would absolutely push for if I was the, the Spurs or the Thunder to say – Strict minutes restriction all season long for both of these players. Kind of like, and I go back to the Michael Jordan thing, when he broke his foot his second year in the league, and it was, oh my goodness, Michael Jordan broke his foot. And Nike was like, oh my God, Michael Jordan broke his foot. It's our sneakers. And the Bulls came back, and there was a plan. It was, you're going to play six minutes and a half. Wait, what? Yes, and we take you out of the game at six minutes because we're protecting you as our asset. And that's what happened. They would call timeouts, six-minute mark for Jordan, he comes out of the game. And then after a week or two would go by, now he's six and a half minutes. Then he's seven minutes, and he's eight minutes because they didn't want – they knew this guy is going to be – we're going to win championships. He's going to be our guy for 10 to 12 to 15 years. And that's kind of what you have to do with both of these guys until their bodies get used to the banging and the every night pounding. Because that's what you're worried about. You're worried about the soft tissue injuries or, or being able to play too many minutes. And that's the, that's the only concern for guys like Holmgren and Wembenyama. Skill sets, they have it. You see Holmgren all over the floor. Neither team is going to win a championship this year. Both teams are going to struggle to even be getting the playoff contention or conversation and I don't think any of the fans would would care hey they just want to know that these guys are playing and they're playing and we have a future and we have a franchise guy we can be excited about it could be one of the big stars in the NBA because when Benyama has that it factor and so does Chet Holmgren right we're just going to call him Chet he's the he's a one name star so nobody would care and that would be the best thing because when these guys are 20 years old yeah the NBA is a man's game man it is a man's game and you think you're going to get in there against guys who are, who are seven feet tall and been doing it for five or ten years. You're going against Brooke Lopez and think you're going to push him around in the paint. That's not happening. 
right? That you got to make sure that, okay, what's more important is not when he's 20, 21 years old, but when he's 23 to 32, 33. That's the 10-year window you want to make sure you protect. And if the teams did that, not only would I be for it, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did it. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike gets Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Cavino and Rich today. So there you go from Bowl Bowl to Chet Holmgren to Victor Wembanyama. Uh, coming up next, we have more on the biggest story of the 4th of July. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern. 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Kavito and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Fox Sports Radio, it is Kavino and Rich. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for the guys today. Today's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place, bundle and save at progressive.com. So 
on the Fourth of July, you know, you're, you're thinking about hot dogs and eating. We got we have something big on Joey Chestnut coming up in a couple minutes. But you know, the last 24 hours, I was really surprised. I mean, while while people are still on Twitter, that Antarctica was trending as high as it was, and I it's one of those things where it took me 25 minutes of scrolling through. And I still couldn't understand why Antarctica was trending. I'm like, I don't understand. Why is Antarctica, why is Antarctica trending? I don't understand. And it turns out it was a conspiracy theory that there are things going on in Antarctica that, uh, are, are, that threaten our lives. So, and, and it was really? something that was dismissed like four years ago. Um, that a former astronaut, I think, put out a tweet saying, oh, there's things going on in Antarctica that scared me to death or something like that. And it turned out to be a complete lie and made up. So there was nothing going on in Antarctica. Did but we ever me- confirm he'd actually been to Antarctica? Uh, no, it was I, I want to say it was it was like a, it was a famous uh, astronaut like John Glenn or somebody or something or that, that put out, oh, yeah, stuff that I've seen in Antarctica just scares me more than anything else. And it turned out to be uh, a conspiracy theory, a fake or a deep fake that was out there about what was happening in Antarctica, that there were people out there that are controlling the world, all kinds of stuff. And I, it made me think, oh, wow, okay, so now I get it. Then I go, oh, that's the next big disaster movie. And it's just called Antarctica. And, like, something happens where, you know, all the ice melts or something big. There's a big explosion or something. and Or there's aliens that are under the ice in Antarctica that have been there for, like, you know, thousands of years. And they finally get loosed on everybody. I mean, that's the next great disaster. And you just call it Antarctica. And that's the movie right there. Patent pending, patent pending. That's a movie. Let's see. Uh, from 2020, two lifelong best friends face a tidal wave of adult pressures and problems as they face down their last year of high school in small town USA, Antarctica. That's the worst title ever. <laughs> That's the worst title. It's about a small town and the title's Antarctica. That's like worse than Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. You leave it's the like, Dial of Destiny hey, hey, alone. Hey, hey, it was hey, a fantastic movie, and I hate you. The movie may be good, but you got to give me this. The movie may be good. That's the stupidest title in the world. Well, like, how did well the, it's how also did the, like people the, doing the, the, the ret... Uh, retro, uh, retroactively changing the title of Raiders of the Lost Ark to Indiana Jones in the the Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, no, that that I understand. At least you're keeping the title. But how the hell do you get think Dial of Destiny is a great title? I like don't know. what Dial of Destiny? It sounds like something from a kids' TV show. Well, I mean, hey, the pick the of, destiny of Destiny was uh, Tenacious D. Indiana Jones, known for great titles like The Temple of Doom. Oh, Temple of Doom is a great title. It's right? a crap title. Oh, come on, The Temple of Doom? That's Temple an awful title. That's a great Doom. title. That bad, that's you sound like 10 years bad. old. It's better than The Dial of Destiny. Oh, I'm going to dial. What happened? I'm going to turn it here, and then I'm going to turn it here. I'm gonna turn... And I don't know what the dial is. Maybe it actually is a real dial, like a radio dial or something, but Dial of Destiny. Come Having on, seen the movie, it's title. fantastic. I'm telling you. That's a horrible title. How about Indiana Jones, One More Time? Like, how about that? Indiana Jones, can you believe we're still making them? Hey, like, hey, that would how be dare title. you? How dare you? Indiana Jones, yes, Harrison Ford is still in it. Like, that would be the title. Just so hateful. I'm, I'm saying oh, yeah. Dial I mean, of Destiny is a horrible it's, title. It's really tough to get to, as our guy Rob Parker will be up in about 25 minutes here on these great Fox Sports radio affiliates. He can attest to it. was a very difficult thing for him as he travels the world. I'm a woman! To make his... Uh, is is touchdown there and and i think part of that is because maybe there there is stuff they don't want you to see i think i'm moving to mexico indiana jones antarctica like that would be, be a better title but i mean but the, the original point antarctica you could make an unbelievable movie out there and do making anything you want it would be fantastic well there was also a uh, 1983 film 
uh, two Japanese scientists develop a bond with their sled dogs while on an expedition in Antarctica. Uh, they eventually leave, only to return to search for the dogs inadvertently marooned there. And the Japanese dogs turn into aliens, and they, they, they're some kind of radiation. They're super dogs. Well, I, th- I think that everybody. became 19, well, I mean, 1980, you had The Thing. Oh, the this thing came out in 83. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. It's, a, it's, another, it's another time for another big movie like that, because The Thing is one of the best horror movies well, ever. That's one of the finest movies that... Uh, people forget about when in the pantheon of great films. Oh yeah, and I, I go I go back, back to 1982. To the actually, I, I gave it a, an extra two years of life. That's okay, That's John about... Carpenter, but he had Keith David and Kurt Russell. Yeah, that was a go. No kidding, the thing. Richard was Masser was in there. I mean, come on. When I saw Keith David at a restaurant once, I was so because because one of my, my best friend from Syracuse, like the thing, is one of our favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So I I took a I said Zoe, lean in next to mommy. So she goes, okay. This is when Zoe was like five years old. She leans in and I take a picture and and, and Pam goes, why do I take that picture? I go, because Keith David's in the background and I want to send this to Jeff. That's and she good. goes, what? I go, don't look. And sure enough, so I have a picture, a, a very famous picture. It's on our. I, if I find it, I'll send it to you of Pam and Zoe smiling, but you can't really see them because. Of Keith David. Oh, that's great. Sitting it back. Now, obviously, Wilford Brimley was in the thing as well, but I mean, with yeah. Keith David, you could have run Shadow Man lines. I could have, but I would rather run the thing lines with No, that's good. Like, I walk up, I know you were infected at the end. I know you were infected. I knew you were, like, I would do stuff, because I'm, like, into the psychology of the last scene in that movie sure. where, oh, uh, no, no, he's infected, and, 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 and Kurt Russell knows it. Like, I'm, wow, I get into the psychology. That was. Oh, yeah. But the, Antarctica. I mean, you can make it. Just sounds. It just sounds threatening. It sounds huge. Like you can't make a small movie about Antarctica. It's got to be huge, Antarctica. Yeah, scope should be pretty pretty sizable there. No question about That's it. That's movie right there. One hundred percent. Good for you. Now, this uh, Joey Chestnut today, mm-hmm. sixty-two hot dogs in an event that we didn't think we were going to get no. because there was rain and we thought the Fourth of July was going to be canceled. Oh, Fireworks would be canceled. Lightning, lightning in yeah. the area, which. As I, I can tell you, uh, will kill a, an event really fast. Yeah, oh, lightning <laughs> always, lightning will always event. do it. And 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 we thought, okay, now we're not going to play, and we're not going to not going to play. We're not going to see the contest. <laughs> and then Joey Chestnut decides, I'm going to get some guys. We're going to go inside. We're going to do this. And America. then the skies part, and Joey Chestnut saved the Fourth of Did July. Did you hear the eagle? I mean, like mm. on all your TikToks. Where you get the screeching eagle to say America, <laughs> America. People would have had to go into work. They would have canceled uh, picnics. But Joey Chestnut saves the Fourth of July. Now, one of the games we played last night, we played the Joey Chestnut game. We talked about some of the other, um, some of the other records that he holds mm-hmm. for for eating, competitive eating, and one of the ones he holds is the Big Mac record. And you know me and my love of McDonald's, mm-hmm. thirty-two Big Macs in thirty-eight minutes. Now it doesn't sound it doesn't sound impressive, but I actually found pictures of him after the contest with the Big Mac uh, with, with all the with all the little yeah. uh, cardboard containers. I mean, not the old bio non biodegradable ones that they stopped selling them. At that um, contest, did they bring out a Hamburglar or <laughs> some of the would, fry guys or something to hang around? The Hamburglar would be opening the new ones that he could take out so he could eat when he needed to. He could keep opening no, that'd be up. Good. And any water he had to have was out of those old, like, lead-filled uh, McDonald's uh, um, uh, glasses that you would get in the 70s. I may or may not still have some of the plates from back in the day. Uh, just think how impressive it is when you think about a Big Mac, right? That a Big Mac is mainly bread. 
Like you have a hot dog, and a hot dog is probably okay. It's probably the same, very close to the ratio of bread to meat is pretty close, right? Maybe a little bit more bread than hot dog because you got yeah two sides of it, but it's very close. Big Mac, forget it, man. You've seen the size of those Big Mac patties. It is mainly bread, so it's like a bread eating contest to have. And that bread is really <laughs> tough to eat. And I, so thirty two and thirty eight minutes. That's something, man, because I because you got you can't just skip out. And say I'm pulling out the middle piece. And oh, by the way, the middle piece of the of the Big Mac, you can't pull it out. It's what it, what's it's what holds the Big Mac together. So you ha- you have all that. You, so you need that. But you think about eating. That's so much bread to eat in 38 minutes to have 32. I know it's less than one a minute, but that's so much bread. You're talking about three big pieces of bread to have and and the two small patties to eat. That's really impressive. Not to mention, you know, a load of lettuce and the special sauce. I mean, the sauce is going to weigh you down. Yeah, but you need more sauce, though. You need sauce to kind of – the sauce kind of also holds it together. Now, would you dip it in more sauce instead of water? He wears it. He just puts it on his head. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute, Frostburger. Harmon's got a great point now. Can you eat more sauce? Like, instead of dipping the bread in water, you dip it in sauce. I think the sauce would work because that still would make the the bread a little bit more heavier. It would probably be It's going to be heavier. It's going to be a problem. But they still have to put the sauce on there. No, sure. Sure, the sure. sauce weighs more than water. Yeah, I'm mm. just saying uh, it, w- it was a joke about extra <laughs> sauce. Dipping. I'm just trying to think of a way to make the competition a little bit better. Let's, let's, let's add some sauce to it now. Well, you can always add more sauce. I mean, he's yeah. got his whole line of sauces that you can buy. Oh, just, just put more sauce on there? on there. What if you're yeah. holding like sauce? Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, I, hold, I, yeah, you hold tight like, like sauce partner. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sauce Gardner now in this? Yeah, see, not, see, there's you for the monetization part of this. Well, we need to. I mean, we, we've always got to figure out what, where's our cut. Our where's docs, our no. I mean, I could easily, I could kill a Big Mac in a minute. Like, that's not a problem. Like, I could easily kill a yeah. Big Mac in a minute. But once you get past, could I do two Big Macs in two minutes? I th- yeah, I th- if I'm hungry I th- enough. I think next week uh, we meet in the studio once I get back from my trip. And yeah. we uh, we put this on camera. I don't I think, think he can do more than five in ten minutes. Oh, I don't know that I, five in ten minutes is tough. Five. In you know 10 what? Minutes I would tough. bankroll that effort though. I might be able to do two in two minutes, depending on how hungry. If I was really, really hungry, I think I'm pretty sure I could do two. But after that, the then I would really fall Mets. apart. I'd fall apart right there. And we make you watch the Mets while you do it. Oh well, that's There's helped because with barf. <laughs> no, because I would stress eat more, so that'd be fine. You'd have to you'd have to put the Mets in a really precarious situation where like bases loaded, nobody out, and I have to watch them with three, four, five in the batting order get no runs. That's what do they say? Like, it's ten to fifteen minutes before your uh, stomach yeah. really Jason, catches just up. That's just the Wednesday with brain the Mets. Yeah. Up to it. Yeah, yeah. So. bases loaded, nobody out, and Lindor and Alonzo are coming up, and I watch how they get a pop up and a strikeout, and they're going to get no runs. Oh yeah, then I might be able to do a little bit more. That may be more than two in two minutes. Might be able to eating? That could happen. Is that so a thing? That'll be a segment next <laughs> next week on the yeah. show. Stress Angry eating, eating thing. with Jason Smith. There you go. Stress, stress eating with the Mets. I've heard or, of eating out of boredom, but not angry eating. No, no, it's not angry. It's stress eating. Yeah, it's, it's stress. It's anxiety. Stress you, okay. you need something I, I, to I, do. I, I do know that. I, I, I what is a thing? that way. That mm-hmm. food food becomes a thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, stress it's eating. terrible. That's, yeah, that's a that's a big thing. That's a that's why that's why I like to watch the Mets and not really eat. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna sit and, and uh, not eat. I'm gonna try not to eat for this uh, two and a half hours because it's too much stress, too much stress with the Mets. You got uh, a two t- run lead now, though, buddy. Yeah, we got bases no, loaded, so 
everything is nothing is safe. Like like I'm watching this game going, how are the Mets going to turn this 6-4 seventh <laughs> inning lead into a 9-7 loss? Like how is that going to happen? Because that's exactly what's going to go. Very down. carefully. Uh, yes, he can tell us everything with what's trending in the wide world of sports, including the biggest story of his life, the 16th mustard belt for Joey Chestnut at the 4th of July hot dog eating contest. Capital J, baby. Let's go. And even, Daddy. An even bigger story, this whole eating with the Mets th- thing. I mean, that's another great idea that you guys have had during this show. And you can even link it to the Mets' famous theme song because instead of meet the Mets, it can be stress eat the Mets. Step right up and stress eat the Mets. So that's another one there, Jason, for your patent attorney. But indeed, we will get to the Mets in a mere moment after we start with some big off-the-field news. Today, the Los Angeles Lake, uh, the Los Angeles Angels, excuse me, diagnosed superstar Mike Trout with a broken left wrist. He has been placed on the injured list. The San Diego Padres designated veteran Nelson Cruz for assignment. The Texas Rangers finally completed their 6-2 victory at Boston after a lengthy rain delay. Mitch Garver, a three-run home run for Texas. The Mets indeed right now have a 6-4 lead at Arizona. They have the bases loaded with one out in the top of the eighth inning. We were tied at four, but then the Mets' Francisco Alvarez hit a two-run home run in the top half of the seventh inning, his 14th of the season in Milwaukee. The Cubs a 6-4 lead over the Brewers after eight. In Houston, the Astros lead the Colorado Rockies 4-1 in the top of the ninth inning. And at San Francisco, the Seattle Mariners lead the Giants 6-0 in the top half of the eighth inning. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic waved center Bull Bull. He averaged nine points and six rebounds for him last season. And finally, indeed, at an event that has grown on us apparently throughout the course of the day, at the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, Joey Chestnut, after a lengthy lightning delay, won the Gentleman's Division for the eighth straight year and the 16th time overall by consuming 62 hot dogs. The winner of the ladies' competition, Mickey Sudo, she ate 39 and a half hot dogs to win the contest for a ninth time overall. Dominance annually at the hot dog eating contest. Can't wait to not talk about it until next July 4th. Back to you guys. Well, it's funny you mentioned Mickey Sodu, who won, and it was very close. A little bit of a controversy because they first thought mm-hmm. that maybe she ate as many hot dogs as the woman who finished in second place, but they counted, and she actually ate two and a half more. She said she had trouble in the beginning because she was watching the other person eat, and that's never a good strategy. Plus, I really had to get a burp out of the way early, and once I got the burp out of the way, everything was fine. It's all about strategy. It's like when you're running the 100 meters, you're supposed to stare straight ahead and not look to the side like Carl Lewis kept looking at Ben Johnson when he was busted for steroids in the Olympics back in the day. Yeah. Uh, unlike... <laughs> unlike uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, when when he would win. Um, oh, Usain uh, Bolt? Usain Bolt, when he would look behind well. because nobody was close to him, and he would just do that just because, oh, hey, you guys, there's nobody here? Oh, okay, I'm going to win. All right, that's Braves great. Games. 
Yeah, you it's also a way that. to show everybody up and uh, proclaim yeah. yourself. Joey, the Ch- there you go. That's another great idea, guys. Joey Chestnut should do that next year. He's got a 13 hot dog advantage. You know, with 30 seconds to go in the 10 minutes, he should just he should just walk up and down to his fellow competitors, just saying, uh, "You gonna eat that? You gonna eat that?" Or oh, trash talking like, well, like that. That would, that would hey. be an interesting strategy in a in a thing that does have a betting market to it. Good point. He's not gonna eat for the final five minutes and just walk around. Maybe I'll. Sing a song. Hey, keep America. going. I got you by 15. I'm stop eating. Go ahead. Keep eating, man. See if you can get any more going. That would be pretty fun. That would be pretty fun. And then, you lost and then, two hot dogs for taunting. Yeah. Oh, that would. Oh, you'd get a penalty. See, maybe that's what you do with a hot dog eating contest. You start in. You start in. in, in I, I wouldn't say changing the rules, but you start putting in every year something a little new. Then maybe that's it. You get a, you get a penalty for taunting or something oh, yeah. else. Or when you have a reversal, you get penalized because you know that's always a big thing too well, is having but, a reversal. But is he giving up hot dogs too? Right? I, hey, I, I like you give people points when you play a pickup game or or whatever. It's like all right, you know, you we we add eight. We're, we're spotting you eight. <laughs> Let's <laughs> see if you could cover. You cover this. I'm favored by eight hot dogs over Hot here. dog handicap? Uh, it's a hot dog handicap. That's it. It's like that teams give the Mets a, a spot them like five runs to start games. <laughs> well, they need to. I, the Mets would still have trouble winning. They would still have trouble. They would still. Hey, oh, man, we lost 14 to nine. No, but with the five runs. No, no, that was with the five runs. It was actually 14-4. We, we really still started. lost 20 right. to 5. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios in for Covino and Rich. Coming up next, we have a big injury story to get to out of Major League Baseball and the play of the day. Keep it right here. This is Fox. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe can win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gee, thanks for playing this song. <laughs> I've been waiting for it all day. Uh, Played after think, every show. Come on, this get, is everything right here. I could get one day away from Tears for Fears. I can get one yeah. day away from here. It's good for you. Why would I do that? But it's an American holiday, and this yeah. is a, a song just, about greatness, about no, it's going not. out and grabbing what you want and what's yeah, yours, everybody. Collar. American destiny, baby. It's, American it's manifest destiny. Only one person can rule the world. For everybody else, forget about it. They have hey, no it's chance. all mini worlds made up into one big one. Oh, hey, maybe I can rule the world in the multiverse. Can you find one? Can I one on there? That's, well, that's what we're. Maybe it's in Antarctica. <laughs> the movie coming soon, dude. I'm telling you, man, Antarctica. It just what a huge, what a huge movie that would be. Like I'm seeing, like Halle Berry in it, like as a researcher scientist somehow, and and she's in the middle of whatever it is. Like I don't know whether it's ice flows breaking off or aliens under the ice, something like that. You give me Halle Berry and Haley Atwell, you can have my money right now. Oh, I would have to say Tom Cruise, too, but he's going to be busy doing, like, all the Mission Impossible movies from now for the rest of his life. So. Yeah, you had me on Halle Berry. You're good. Yeah. No, all I right, good. Yeah. All right, there we go. All right. Uh, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Covino and Rich today here on Fox Sports Radio. Happy 4th of July. Have the play of the day coming your way in a couple of minutes. But big news out of Major League Baseball, and, and this happened about an hour or two ago. Mike Trout going to be out for quite a while. He was injured last night uh, taking a swing. It turns out he has a fracture of the hammock bone of his wrist, which I'll always remember because that's what Ken Griffey uh, missed basically a whole season on with a hammock bone uh, breaking it, jumping into the wall one year in in, uh, Seattle. So he's going to be out likely one to two months. Normally these injuries take at least a month, possibly more, to heal. So, okay, well, no Mike Trout. He has been having a great year, but it's still Mike Trout. He's still an unbelievable player. But the big thing that happens here, the big effect here is that 
does this mean Shohei Otani is back on the block? Because we talked to John Paul Morosi last hour. He says, yeah, that's, that's gone up. The possibility of that has gone up a little bit because as long yeah. as the Angels stay in the in the pennant race or in the race for a playoff berth, he's going to stay. They're not going to trade, not going to get rid of him. You can't send that message that, oh, sorry, we're close, but no cigar. We're still going to trade Shohei Otani. No, they'll keep him till the end of the season, hope to re-sign him, hoping that a pennant race when the Angels have a chance will be enough to keep him long-term or for at least another couple of years. But if they fall out of it now, and right now they're three games out of a playoff spot, which is close, they're right there. There's a bunch of other teams that are all between two and five games out. This is a long time to have to navigate now without Mike Trout. And if suddenly, instead of three games over 500 and three games out, at the end of the month, you are five games under 500 and nine games out of a playoff spot, um, guess who's back on the table being traded? Shohei Otani. Because it would be another year if we're not making the playoffs. It's not going to work out. So we need to move on. We have to make sure we get something for him. We don't know that we can re-sign him. And we let him go. So it's gone from there's no way I thought Otani would ever be traded to now. Yeah, that possibility is back out there. This is the biggest month that the Angels will ever have as their franchise. Can they keep the best player that any of us have ever seen? Yeah, it's it's the curiosity, right? you got a handful of teams that can actually go and, and make this make this uh, a, a possibility. I saw folks out of Chicago joking, hey, the pitch to Otani is we give you, you know, six years, $77 million. You'll be the highest contract ever given out by the organization. So laugh at that. Uh, it's funny and sad uh, at the same time. But, you know, the Cubs could be in it, right? You're talking about a, a huge marketplace, a lot of speculation of whether he'd want to stay on the West Coast. Uh, you know, so which teams can get involved there? Does that automatically just push the the Yankees aside? But, you know, you want to get into the the mind of Artie Moreno. We were talking about uh, this with John Paul Morosi uh, earlier, as you alluded to, and, and part of it is the financial stake of what they've got left for the re- rest of the season uh, and the partnerships and, and all of that that go into Otani and what he means for their overall revenue for the rest of this year, as well as, you know, you'd still want to take your shot in free agency as opposed to taking what one of the also rents, because most everybody's still in the race, right? You've got the Royals and the A's and, well, my White Sox and two or three other teams that are truly done and finished versus, hey, with a little bit of a run, we're still potentially a second wild card team. So you've got very few sellers as far as traditionally that goes, so what are you what are you able to get for a guy of his caliber from the teams that are willing to make a deal at this point? That's mm. the hard part, right? Is you got some just I mean, what are you taking off the A's? Then <laughs> you're not. I mean, you're just not here. We take Mount Davis. Uh, no, but legitimately, it's like you know what 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 comes back in a trade for Otani that you wouldn't just say, you know what, we'll take our chances that he we we can keep him here on a long term deal. Like what's helping us and putting us over? Uh, and is that just we've got to trade him just for the sake of trading him? Oh. Good luck trying to navigate the Dodgers, the Astros, and the Yankees. All series coming up. It's tough man. Without Shohei Otani. 
Uh, Time now for the play of the day. The play of the day is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, when you win your 16th mustard belt and your 8th mustard belt overall, when the whole day revolves around you, Joey Chestnut, you get to be the play of the day. Looks like he's got fourth. Here's the count. Five, four, three, two, one. Put down your hot dog. With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes for his 16th win, I give you the number one ranked eater in the world, Joey Chestnut. So there it was on ESPN. He has done it again. And he said... What are you going to do? You only, only ate 62. And he said, yeah, well, you know, I got some room left. I'm going to have some beer tonight. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's him the rest of the day. I'm just going to have a bunch of beer. That's, That's all. as good as it gets right there, American buddy. hero. American oh. hero. I mean, they could have canceled it. They could have. Somehow they couldn't get it indoors. That's a whole other uh, planning problem and something they should look at for future years. But he saved the contest. He saved July 4th. Oh, he saved everything. He saved the world today. Joey Chestnut. American hero. Coming up next, the Tyrac.com studios. It's the odd couple. This is Fox Sports Radio. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.